Welcome to the Author Hangout, where we interview best-selling authors and experts in the book publishing industry to reveal the tips and advice you need to succeed as an author in today's publishing landscape. Enjoy the show. Hi, Sean Manaher here. Welcome to another episode of the Author Hangout, where authors like you learn how to sell more books through the lessons, experiences, and wisdom from their fellow authors. Today, we have a throwback episode with Austin Netsley, and he delivers a lot of great information, insights, and a fast-paced episode for you to listen in today. Listen now, and I'll catch you at the end. He's an author, engineer, entrepreneur, and investor who retired at the age of 27 after paying off more than 80000 in debt in less than three years. Besides launching the YoPro Wealth blog and podcast to share his secrets with others, he wrote Make Money, Live Wealthy, a popular book that has made it to the number one position on bestseller list an impressive 27 times. Here to share his insights is the founder of One Pursuit Investments and epic book launch, Austin Netsley. Austin, thanks for joining me on the Author Hangout. Absolutely, Sean. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me, my friend. You're welcome. And Austin, why don't we get things rolling with you sharing with the audience, how did you become a self-published author? Yeah, so I started a podcast. I was, as I was quote unquote retired and leaving the corporate world, I was traveling around the world and I was like, you know, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm too ADD, if you will, to just kind of travel and just not do anything. So I wanted to do something that I was extremely passionate about. So I started a podcast after about interview 10, I realized that everybody's message, everybody's story was really the same. They went through the same progression mm-hmm. of steps on their way to building massive wealth. So I was like, I've got a book here. And I knew the power of books. Books had changed my life a few years earlier and started to help me uh, build wealth in the way that I had finally wanted to. And uh, I, I knew the power. I knew it was such a great step to get me my, my career and, and my opportunities to where I wanted to go next. And it was just the, the perfect combination. So as I was traveling around, I uh, compiled all, all the uh, lessons and, and put them together, uh, had all the uh, podcasts transcribed, turned that into mm. a book. And as I was leading up to the book, uh, book launch, I was like, I had this quote from Robert Kiyosaki in my head. And he says, it's called bestseller and not best writer. So uh, with that in mind, I'm an engineer, <laughs> as you said. So I had yeah. this, this inkling of hope that, you know what, I may not be the best writer, but I can still become a bestseller. So my team and I put in a ton of work to figure out how we could launch and market my book well to become a bestseller just because we knew if we did it right, there would be so many great opportunities that opened up from that. And boy, were we right. So we went on to have some big success. And, and uh, as they say, the, the rest is history. Austin, really want to get into this book launch aspect, but you had mentioned something I want to key in on. You said books had transformed your life a few years earlier. What is that? What's going on there? Yeah, so so I didn't read a book uh, out of pleasure or anything until I was about 24 years old. And at that time, I was in my third position with, uh, the, with the oil company I was working for. I was transitioned out to sales, and I was ready to hit the ground run. And I, I wanted to show the world that even though I was an engineer, I was an introvert, that I was going to become number one in the country in sales. Mm. And, and I get into that position and my boss is like, just slow down, just slow down a little bit. And, and he wanted me to transition into the role, which I thought it was going to be a few hours. He wanted it to be a few months before I really took over and had the full responsibility of my territory. So wow. uh, reluctantly, he gave me something to do. And that was to go read three books on the beach. And it's funny, Sean, at first I was like, what, what? I'm ready to hit the ground. Like I was kind of upset that he was giving mm. me this 
this minuscule work when I was ready to go sell and make uh, the, cor- the corporation money. And finally, I, I realized how great of an opportunity this was, right? That's the best first assignment that anybody could ever have. And, <laughs> yeah. and the books had nothing to do with money. It had nothing to do with sales. They had nothing to do with business directly, but they had everything to do with people. And, and, and I just learned mm. so much from these books and uh, was instantly hooked. And then from there, I went on to read every single book I possibly could. If it was on money, wealth, investing, success, the mindset, uh, anything related to, to success and helping me break through, uh, I was going to consume it in, in audio and in, in Kindle and paperback, whatever it was. And went on to read a, a couple hundred books over the next two years. And uh, with that, every single chapter changed my mindset, changed my knowledge, changed my belief in myself, changed what I saw in the world as an opportunity, and eventually started to make a lot more money, started investing, started a couple businesses, yada, yada. So it all started with that pivot point of reading books. So that's why it's such a big passion for me, Sean, to help authors get their message out there because I know what they can do for other people. Austin, why don't we fast forward to the most recent project you've been working on? Why don't you share with us what that is and what your business is about, and uh, then we'll go from there. Yeah, so so the most recent project is is Epic Launch, and within that, we've we've started a few subsidiary brands under the Epic Brands. But um, we had just a lot of success with my book, and we had it's now had over fifty six thousand uh, sales and downloads. It's been out for uh, I'm not sure six months now, maybe or five mm-hmm. five months, and um, we had the majority of those right away and just had a, made a big splash. So I started getting hundreds of questions and the entrepreneur in me was like, you know what, we're doing something different here. We, we have an opportunity for another business. And, and we found that there was such a need for authors to, to learn how to market their books well. So we do that for people. It's a, it's a done for you service. We also have training, but we're focused on the done for you service. And, um, um, what I found is that success breeds success. So, so what mm. we try to do is create a big splash and, and squeeze so much effort and strategy and uh, effort into a small window and, and we get past this tipping point. And if you do, it opens up all these opportunities for JVs, for media, for uh, sales of a, a product or whatever it is, for book sales of other kinds. Uh, and it really just puts you on the map overnight. So what we do is help take all the pressure off of authors, let them do what they're great at, whether it's business or whether it's writing books, and we do all the marketing for them. So that's what I'm really, really excited about. And I, I tell you, there's so much opportunity with it right now. Austin, you have a captive audience. Everybody that's listening in is so interested about learning how to market your book. So give us some idea about this done-for-you service. What are some of the things that you're doing to help authors market their books? So so there's, uh, I don't want to overwhelm people, but there's a lot of steps that we go through. And that's the cool thing about what we do is, is we take all that pressure off. We give people uh, one or two or three action items instead of the 275 steps that we go through. We literally, <laughs> yeah. I literally created a process for every single thing that we do. We have 275 steps that we go through. But from, from a high level, let me tell you about the launch in general. Yeah. So what we do is, is we uh, put all the pieces into place we build some anticipation, we build some pre-launch buzz, and then we squeeze all this effort into some viral campaigns through social media, through uh, email uh, blasts and yada yada, and, and, and we go through and, and then from there we kind of capitalize on the uh, number one bestseller list. But what we do as uh, um, a service is we 
basically go through people's books, their websites, their plas- platforms. We talk in detail about what they really want to accomplish. And I think this is important for anybody to do is figure out what do you really want your book to accomplish for you? Now, most people mm-hmm. don't necessarily get down to the nitty gritty of what they want to accomplish. And, and if you, some people want leads, for instance, some people want mm-hmm. uh, royalties, some people want uh, just credibility. Some people want speaking opportunities. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've had people that have had, let's say there's dozen, dozens of different things that you could want from a book. It's really important to hone in on that because then the marketing that you do around that, uh, uh, you really just slightly pivot things. So nonetheless, we, we get a clear vision of what we want to accomplish. Then we map out how we're going to do that. And then my team goes to work finding out where the, their audience is, where the readers uh, are for this book, how we can potentially get in front of them. And then we go and do that all out. So we've got a team of seven people right now that uh, work full time on, on our launches. And mm. um, it's, it's basically there's nothing revolutionary that we do. But what we are masters of are learning what works, improving, uh, tracking analytics. We, we test everything from titles to subtitles to covers to uh, tweets. We, we, we work on the copy of every single thing we do because if you make a small improvement on every single thing, over time it makes this huge compound effect. And again, all that we're looking to do, Sean, is to get past this tipping point. And once you do, mm-hmm. all the opportunities lie there. So we've, we've got people, uh, some of our clients, million-dollar clients, which is amazing numbers. We've got people on uh, Business Insider, Yahoo Finance, some of the biggest, biggest websites. Uh, we're working on getting people on Dr. Oz and different TV shows. But again, it mm-hmm. starts with creating a success story and then sharing that success story in the right way. And, and well, there's so many different things that we do as far as um, doing that strategically and, and at the right time. Austin, you mentioned tipping point. What's going on there? Why is it important to get to this tipping point? So there's so many books out there. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, there's millions of books that are published every single year. What you have to do is really separate yourself uh, from the pack. What you want to do and what what we call an epic launch is where pretty much everybody, and and, uh, of course it's not everybody, but it's the majority of people within your specific niche for whatever your whatever topic your book is on over your launch period, whether that's two or three or seven days, uh, whatever you define it as, um, everyone really needs to see your book. And I still have people uh, contacting me and saying, oh, you're the make money, live wealthy guy. I saw your book during that time. Like if you start to almost annoy some people in your niche, that means you've done your job from a marketing standpoint. Now, you don't want to do that Mm. on an ongoing basis, but you want to do that so that you put yourself on the map overnight. Because again, all you're looking for is one more opportunity. Because if you get one opportunity, you open that door, guess what's on the other side of that? Seven more opportunities. And that's what people are really looking for is what I found, is more opportunity. Because money and and all these other things come from that. Um, But most people that we work with are on the nonfiction side. So they're looking to, to open up other opportunities for their business, for their bottom line. And there's a bunch of different ways that we can do that. So what we have to do first is do everything we can to create that success story. Austin, we have a lot of the listeners are fiction writers. How does your program and just in general, this idea of the launch, the epic launch play into the fiction side? Yes, yes. So so we have a ton of fiction authors. I would say probably uh, over half the people that have our our training program are fiction authors. Uh, So it, it works the same way. Because what we're working through, it doesn't matter if you're launching a book. It doesn't matter if you're watching a business, a program, a movie, uh, a CD album. You work through the same progression of steps. So what we've tried to do 
is pull lessons from other industries and look at what blockbuster movies do. Look at what these other people do as far as building anticipation because we're all dealing mm. with the same things. We're dealing with humans and humans are emotional creatures. So we've got to learn from some psychological aspects. We just got to go a little bit above and beyond what the average author does, which the average author doesn't want to sell, right? They just want the things to, <laughs> yeah. to, to want to put their book out there and then it actually sells for them. But uh, 99.99999% of people will find out that that doesn't work that way, right? So um, um, it, it works the same way. So working through a strategic approach, leading up towards this big event, people love events, and then getting it out there in a big way. And once you do, uh, and, and again, the, part of the tipping point is so that there's a long tail because a lot of people will go up, they'll have some sales, but then things will go right back down to zero just as quickly as they went up. What you have to do is get the book into the hands of enough people so that you have this long tail, so that you have word of mouth picking up, so that you have uh, all these other opportunities, media exposure and whatnot. So it all kind of leads into the same things. Um, the, the great thing that we kind of stress on um, – uh, so, so at, I'm jumping around a little bit, but one thing that we tell people to do is really look at where their call to actions are. And mm. the big challenge that I see with many fictional books is that they don't take advantage of, of people at reading and enjoying their books. They make it hard for people to go back and find their series. And of course, the big famous series, like let's talk about Harry Potter, everybody knows that those are a series and they kind of work through uh, one to the next. But most um, uh, fictional authors, they have more than one book. And that's a beautiful situation. Mm -hmm. So you want people to be going from one book to the next, to the next, to the next. Mm -hmm. So you need to have uh, strategic uh, calls to action throughout there, whether you're building an email list, whether you're sending them to your social media so that you can connect with them personally, or whether you're sending them straight to uh, your next book. You, you really want to put a lot of thought into that because I've read a lot of uh, fictional books that don't have any uh, uh, <laughs> suggestion that they have more books for that, that people want to offer. And if somebody makes it to the end of the book, Odds are they think it's at least decent, right? If not great. Mm, so uh, yeah. that's a, an important element. So long story short, um, everything works the same. There's nothing different. It's just a matter of, of what you're capitalizing on uh, that changes a little bit. Fantastic, Austin. And Austin, really looking forward to getting this in the hands of those that are listening. And where can they find more information about this uh, specifically specific thing that you're providing? Yes. Yeah, so you can go to epic-launch.com. That's epic-launch.com, and you can see some of the results that we've had there. Uh, we made one author uh, over twenty-three, or we helped make one author over twenty-three thousand dollars in royalties in the first month, which is better than most New York Times uh, bestsellers make. Um, we, we've ha had my book, which, to be honest with you, it wasn't the best written book. As I said, it, it, uh, we just learned how to market it really well. It stayed at, at number one for ninety-eight days. Uh, we've made every single book that we've launched, I think, over a 20-time number one international bestseller. And, and again, doing it in a big way and, and trying to get to that point um, where, where basically it's going to carry on. It's not going to die down if you, have it, if you get it into mm -hmm. the hands of enough people. And here's one interesting thing that I want to share with you. What we've found, and again, we've done testing. Um, to, I'm an engineer. I love to test and get into numbers any way I can. Uh, one thing that we've found is the best way to have success with books is by giving it away for free at first. And that helps mm -hmm. you get to that virality standpoint, that point where it's going to carry on. And most people are, are kind of, uh, it's hard for them to swallow that pill 
um, unless they've done it before, just because they, they know how much effort they've put into writing that book that they don't, they want to capitalize on it right away. But you've got to think big picture and, and understand what's really going to make it last. And Austin, why don't we dive into that again or dive into that more? Uh, there are a ton of marketing tactics that any author could do. So talk to me a little bit more about this, giving it away for free. Number one, why does it work? How do you do it? And what are some of the mechanical things with that as well? Yeah, so great, great question. And, and this is something super important. And, and, and I, at first, I, I didn't plan to make any money with my book. I, I just wanted to, to get it out there and open up some opportunities. Yeah. But what we found is that we got my, my book into the hands of so many people that once it went paid, um, first of all, we had a success story to share. So by, by sharing, oh my gosh, this book's been downloaded 40,000 times. Well, guess what? Everybody wants to download it then, right? Um, and, and the second thing was months and months later, this book was being talked about in between people and uh, the, the, the price had was keep we kept raising my price from two ninety nine to five ninety nine to nine ninety nine and the book was still selling and um, the the only reason that that happened was because so many people had it at the beginning and we um, mm. offered it for free and did such a big social media promotion and when it's free it's it's very very easy to promote because you're not necessarily asking people to do anything. They, they, you're giving them something, right? So it's, it's yeah. very, very easy to, to market it that way. And once you do that, uh, again, um, you have all the different aspects that I've been talking about. Um, what we did for my book was we kept it free for two and a half days. And, and to do that, you have to enroll in KDP Select. Most, most, uh, authors know that here, uh, on, mm -hmm. on Amazon. But, um, what we do now is we typically have a book free for about a day and a half just because we know kind of the impact, the splash that we're going to make in those first 24 hours, and we don't want to lose that momentum. So the whole basis of what we do is create a splash, do this huge viral campaign to, to get your book out there in front of as many people as possible. And we get our books in front of literally millions of people uh, through social media and all the different things that we do. And um, um, then we transition into paid and we do that before we lose much momentum. So doing these things at the right time is really important. So we go to 99 cents. We quickly go up to the number one on the paid charts. Then we go up to 299. Then we go up and we find out what the best pricing is and we'll be, uh, always be monitoring the sales and the pricing to, uh, fluctuate those things to, to, uh, ultimately get us in the most people, uh, get us in front of the most people possible. Um, but also, uh, capitalize and, and most authors of course want to make money. They, they want to have yeah. a good return on their investment. So we're, we're finding that balance at all times. And, um, going back to, to, uh, the, some of the reasoning why this works is your whole goal is to be in as many places as possible. And if you get your book up to, let's say, seven different lists or seven different ways uh, that, that people can find you through Amazon alone, uh, Amazon starts to take your book more seriously and they promote it in other different ways. Mm. You can be in the sidebar. You can be on the front page. Uh, and once you do that, you've got so many more eyeballs for you because 
there's so many people on Amazon, but you've got to rank for certain keywords. You've got to be on different uh, bestseller lists. You've uh, hopefully uh, the bonuses are to be in the sidebar and the top ratings and the top new releases and all these places. But if you get there, that's success because then you've got seven major traffic to Amazon uh, sites, and it's that's where you get the long, slow tail. Again, it's that tipping point that we're trying to get to. Excellent. And with that, I want to make a note to the authors that are listening in. You've done this with a book that wasn't released in 2011, right? So so we've had uh, books that we have relaunched over and over again. And the cool thing is, and I'm glad that you brought this up, is we can do this over and over and over again. So what we're doing every 45 days or so, 45 to 60 days, is we're looking for an excuse to relaunch the book. And what we found mm. is we can find a new audience every single time we do this because social media changes, uh, some of the tactics that we use changes, the groups that we're going to change, yada, yada. So we're always finding so many more people. We just relaunched a book that was uh, uh, initially launched in 2011 and uh, got him, I'm not sure if it was 35, I think it was 35,000 downloads and uh, helped him uh, launch a webinar and he quickly made, I'm not sure if it was $18,000 or something like that from an old book. So this is just taking an old book and just snapping your fingers and making a lot of money. In Austin, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is 2011, it was like uh, shooting fish in a barrel to get your book to get as many downloads ah. and is equal to sales. But now people would say, hey, it's so much more difficult to get downloads on Amazon. This free stuff just doesn't work. Mm. So from what I'm hearing from what you're saying, hey, this is working and is working really well. It, it really is. So, so put it this way. Uh, some of the de facto leaders in the industry have us launching their books. And we are a very, very young company. But uh, to, to, to have those the leaders that I know uh, come to me to, to ask if, if we can launch their books for them and actually have us do that uh, is, is kind of proof that, that we're doing something pretty cool. And that's what I'm super, that super excited cool. about. That is excellent, Austin. Very pleased and to hear that. And also glad that your service is available. And also this idea of free is still working for people. And it sounds like getting everything launched and getting everything during that one and a half days is really key with that. Austin, the next question that I have, final question in, in the author hang out today. You know, you've learned so much in launching these books. What are three things that you would tell any author and tell yourself that would help you to sell more books if you were starting all over again today? Mm -hmm. I would say the first one we talked briefly about is to have a clear vision for what you want your book to accomplish. Take some time up front to really map out what that looks like because uh, things don't happen just just by chance 99.9% of the time. Uh, but if you are, are committed and, and have a clear vision for what you want to accomplish, then you can definitely make it a reality. Um, the other thing is I would say to, to start ahead of time. A lot of people put their book out there and then start to market and start to look for different ways that they can do something. Uh, don't, don't, I wouldn't do that. I, I would lead ahead of time. We, we usually start marketing our books about four weeks ahead of time. And by doing so, we build some buzz, we build some anticipation, pull a lot of people in from the sidelines that would otherwise not buy the book. Um, by doing some different things. So just, just leading up to, to the launch uh, is a really good thing. And then the other thing I would say is ask questions. Find mentors. Find people who have had success and ask them. One thing that we did well was I, I talked with 
I would say probably 35 uh, uh, number one best-selling authors, and that's self-published and traditional public authors, to figure out what really worked for them, what didn't work, mm. and, and put all those things into practice. And now we are kind of students of the game, so we really know what works. Um, there's a lot of paid advertising that you can do out there as far as uh, marketing books. What we've found is that there's maybe one of those that, that will work well, which is very, very unfortunate. So be careful where you spend your money. Uh, and that would be another thing that uh, I, I wish um, somebody had, had shown us the data because it would have saved us thousands of dollars for sure. Thank you so much for that, Austin. And Austin, as we wrap things up, why don't you share with people how they can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yes. Well, well, thanks again for having me. If you guys are interested in in seeing the training or the done-for-you service or any of the results that we've had, uh, you can go to epic-launch.com. That's epic-launch.com. Uh, because we've got a lot of cool things coming out. We've got a book club uh, that's also one of our subsidiary brands and uh, are, are really trying to um, explode the, the training because it's so needed. And if you can differentiate yourself in today's environment, uh, you can open up a world of opportunities. We're still at the forefront of Kindle and all the opportunities that Amazon provides. So uh, I really encourage people to take it seriously, take their launch seriously and, and uh, uh, learn what works and, and do it right the first time because it will really make an impact. Austin, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today. Your insights, lessons, your books will all be shared on the authorhangout.com. Thanks again, Austin. Thanks so much, John. Another fantastic episode in this one by Austin Netsley. And I want to hone in on one area of focus that he talked about, and that's learning what works, improve, and optimize. Learn what works in book marketing improve upon what you're already doing and optimize those things that you're doing so that you can ultimately sell more books. And in doing that, you're going to allow you to do that one thing that you're trying to do. And we said is sell more books. And I wanted to give you an idea of some of the things that book marketing tools, the author hangout, us here, those that you're listening to today have ventured towards in order to live this out, in order to live out learning what works, improve and optimize. And when we started our journey in the area of social media for book marketing tools, well, we were over on Google+. We were hanging out there on a regular basis, talking to authors, really getting to know individuals. We created our initial podcast using Google+, Hangouts on, on Google. That was then ported over to YouTube automatically, so we were getting views on Google+, and on YouTube. Those YouTube videos continue to produce results in terms of viewership and subscribers there. So that's a good uh, thing that we have going there. And then through all of that, we said, you know what, we really felt that we did a good job at uh, connecting on Google+, and we wanted to venture out into a new platform, and that was Twitter. And, and early on, we didn't know what kind of results we were going to get, but we quickly saw that our subscriber list was able to grow significantly by tweeting out on a regular basis the information that we felt would be valuable to the authors that were hanging out on Twitter. And through that entire process, we're growing our email list, we're trying to figure all this stuff out, and then we decided, you know what, we're going to go on to Facebook and, and try and uh, venture out a little bit more with that. Now, I will have to say is that we haven't given 
probably nearly as much effort by way of the one-to-one personal engagement on Facebook. But we also have seen that Facebook has not really generated the same excitement and interest that we saw on Google+, YouTube, and Twitter. It's not to say that Facebook doesn't work for us. It does in, in different ways, but it's just not what we're seeing. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to stop doing Facebook, but it does point out and does show that when we're learning about what works, we're figuring out for us, Facebook might not be the golden ticket. I know for other authors and others that are helping authors like yourself, Joanna Penn, she does a fantastic job on Facebook and she gets a ton of shares on that. And that doesn't mean that uh, it's not good for us, but it certainly is not working out as well for us. But for Joanna, she's doing a fantastic job with it and getting lots of shares and lots of traffic as a result because she's on Facebook doing a killer job. The other platform that we haven't gotten into, which we may in the future, is LinkedIn. It's not something that we have really looked at and have really focused on, so we can't say that it is going to be a good thing or a bad thing, but this is another area that we can see what works, see if authors will connect with us on LinkedIn. That's one small area of our business of book marketing tools and the author hangout that we focused on and we on a regular basis try new things for social media we're trying out new headlines we're trying out new links we're trying out new images we're trying to make sure that the 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 content that we provide is native to the platform that is to say is that on Google+, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all of these as specific dimensions of the images that they recommend for that platform. And by tailoring the content to the image sizes that are recommended to those platforms, you're able to allow your content to pop really well. Another instance for this is not something that we are doing that, but we may do, is that Facebook now, if you try and post a YouTube link on Facebook, it's not going to show the proper video as if you were to, unless you were to upload the video right to Facebook. That simply means, is what we said, is that we're trying to create a more native experience to the platform, and Facebook forces you to do that. And so when you are considering, specifically on social media, of posting on it, of trying to get the most out of it, you want to make sure that you play within the rules of the design, of the recommendations, of the best practices, so that in the end, when you're learning what works, when you're figuring that stuff out of what to improve and how to improve it, when you're optimizing, you're optimizing according to the platform and not just guessing at things. So with that said, I wanna encourage you, whether or not it's your email list, whether or not it's an opt-in offer, whether or not it's an opt-in capturing process, whether it's giving your book away first or giving the second book away or giving the second first book of the second series or whatever it may be, whatever system that you have created, I want to encourage you today to learn what works in the best way to do it is to test. And so this week, I want to encourage you to test a headline, test an ad, test an offer, test something that you can try and create measurable results and difference of conversion, of number of people signing up for your opt-in, of the number of people 
buying your book. So I would love to hear if you've done any of these tests and what your results are. You're welcome to email me at sean at bookmarketingtools.com. Sean, that's S-H-A-W-N at bookmarketingtools.com. Love to hear the tests that you're running and love to hear how you're learning what works, improving upon it, and optimizing it so that you can sell more books. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Author Hangout. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to The Author Hangout. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher to get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Watch the video from this episode and get the transcript at theauthorhangout.com. The Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com. As an author, you might be stuck not knowing exactly what to do to market your books and yourself effectively. No problem. Book Marketing Tools has you covered through our free guide, the ultimate author checklist for online book marketing. From start to finish, you will get a broad and detailed understanding on how you can effectively go from selling no books to reaching hundreds of readers. You can get this free resource at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks. And when you sign up, you enroll in our exclusive weekly author email where we share with you the latest tools and tips for authors covering things like how to find readers, selling more books, how to get book reviews, and everything an author needs to be effective in reaching readers. You can get the guide and sign up at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks.